0: Alright. Uh, you've successfully. Uh, <laughs> Talked this to Convinced him into thinking he's a big deal. It doesn't take much. It puffs up like a bird and then starts steering this thing off towards the edges of known space.
1: Um, are we still on fire?
0: No, the fiery bit has fallen and crashed into the asteroid.
1: Okay. Because oh, going into the sun while, while still on fire. <laughs> yeah.
0: He does think of that when you're about eight minutes outside of the flow just goes back mm-hmm. into the back of the cabin with a fire extinguisher. When he realizes that the back cabin is just an empty gaping hole in his face, he's like, mm, It's probably fine. That's mm-hmm. <laughs> a bit. That's good. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Beautiful. And then he. Fantastic uh, view. He
2: mm-hmm.
0: says, Alright, buckle your seat belts. And he realizes there's only two chairs in here. I'll stand. Dibs. I'm in one. I'm a <laughs> going You know, try and sit in the co-pilot seat on top of is, and it, lap. is there a oh. is there a crow's nest? Uh, there's not. This thing is uh sort of wide, like a like a um. What's the term for a moon. Moon no, <laughs> uh, moon shape, crescent moon, like a crescent moon. Mm. Uh, one chunk of the crescent moon has fallen off because it was on fire, so now it's a crescent sort of moon.
3: The saddest DreamWorks logo you've ever yeah. seen. <laughs>
0: Like, the bottom tenth of it cracked and fell off. I'll find something I can hatch. hang onto, like, those things you hang onto on the train. He has a couple of leather straps that look like they might have been used for, like, people who were gonna, like, paratroop out the back. He's got those. There's no cool. door to open, but he's got them up because he thinks they look cool. Well, so do I, so. so you hold on one of those, mm-hmm. wind blowing your gear around, but there's yep. actually nothing to jump out of. It's, right, yeah. It's actually the furthest point from any given window. <laughs> cool. So I'm also safe. Yeah, it's a badass and safe. Yeah. <laughs> Safety, badass spell Jenner. <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs>
2: Jesus Christ!
0: All right, and uh, you get closer and closer to the edges of known space, and he punches a few buttons on his terminal, and you realize his terminal must actually be pretty high tech because it appears to have a permanent detect portals spell cast Ooh. on it. He punches some buttons. And you can actually see the edges of known space. It's literally an edge. It's a hard surface of black ceramic. He's approaching at an incredibly high rate of speed. And just before impact, zoop, portal opens up. It goes right through and the portal closes. And you find yourself in the rainbow-hued nightmare zone known as the, <laughs> the Phlojistan. But at this point, he turns off the settings of his control desk here because you can't steer in the Phlojistan. It takes you where you're going to go. Mm-hmm. So he does that, and he puts—he pushes a button, and he realizes it's basically a safety for his features, and then he puts his feet up on the desk, and he <laughs> climbs back in the captain chair. Best captain that
2: ever lived. Sure.
0: I like to call it Kerox Diamond. <laughs> After our partnership. Of course. <laughs>
3: Todd's looking out a window like, do you ever just feel like small? Just like, not really
2: insignificant, man.
0: And Karak looks to and no, I'm the greatest pilot that ever lived. In all of known space. <laughs> I have to agree with Karak, I'm pretty cool.
1: <laughs>
0: Todd's having an existential
3: crisis <laughs> at the age of 204.
1: <laughs> I put my hands on my hips and look down at the floor and say, no, I, I, I don't feel particularly small.
0: <laughs> that was a dick joke.
1: <laughs> I, da, can, da, 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 da. I, I didn't see that, my dude.
0: No play. <laughs> the trip through the Flojistan lasts more than one day. Last two days. <laughs>
4: tracking for the truth.
0: <laughs> that wasn't a joke. I wrote in. That's a
2: joke.
4: The requirements of yeah. spelljammer. Uh, I'm gonna while he's doing that, I'm gonna spin him like all these tales about how his, his name is so famous. Oh,
2: yeah, God,
4: yeah, about about, the, the women things. just the women just love you in the future. You you, you, you just uh, you know. <laughs> and then, and then and like, I just start oh, the warehouse guy. I, I just start rattling <laughs> off places where like the women just love him and oh, know, the Brian, best, best places for him to go. Yeah. And,
0: Alright, give me that roll. Roll that beautiful beam I didn't really hear you, but I'm assuming this is what you said. That's what I said! That's a
4: 17. Thanks,
3: There's a brothel named That's after huge.
0: him. <laughs> nice. Yeah, Nice. You're puffing him up, and like it's not hard to puff him up. Actually, you should have rolled with advantage, because it's really easy to puff him up. Uh, but it, the convincing inning is enormous. Tie, 17. <laughs> <a little> <laughs> the dice have spoken, and the dice have said that, yeah, it's the not hard to fight his ego. This is a man who has a very high opinion of himself, and you can tell, a very low intelligence. <laughs> Yours is real low, this is lower. So he's a pilot? He's lower. Wow. He's like a... It's like a New York City cab driver. He's a pilot of a garbage scout. Mechanically, he's got an intelligence of six and a wisdom of eight. Whew. Oh lord. Oh lord. He but got he's got a real high opinion of himself, and his crib was banging. I like. He's actually kind of likable in a stupid way. He's more (laughs) endearing than anything else. And he continues to float it through this river of incandescent fluorescent rainbow-hued gas. Highly flammable, dangerous, and infested with ghosts. And you find that's true very quickly, because ghosts while incorporeal phase through your ship and then phase out the other side. And this is a constant threat while in the Flojistan. As you're floating through, just individual ghosts trying to accomplish the haunting. Can't do so, because they can't find purchase. They just go right through your ship as you're traveling through them. Mm-hmm. And you leave them behind in your wake, only to be replaced with other ghosts. It's a harrowing affair, and one that makes it very difficult to sleep, because when they pass through your body, your very corporeal, delicious body... You're just listening, Dixie. You get this intense, freezing feeling as they pass through you. So no matter how many blankets you use, you are trying to sleep as these things are constantly phasing through your body and freezing the hell out of you.
3: Nature boy's having a hard time over here. (laughs) (laughs)
0: What that means is that you don't suffer exhaustion, but you don't gain the benefits of a long rest. You may short rest if you wish. I do wish. Yeah. Oh that's right, it did take damage. I forgot
2: about that. Yeah, the
0: only two of you give a shit about that.
2: Yeah.
3: (laughs) I don't have any. I didn't burn any spell slots yet, so. Elf pros before elf Ha
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: The thing you
0: said, I don't like it. Yo, elves <laughs> before selfs.
1: No, self before elves. Alright, uh, Way self before elf, my dude.
0: <laughs> self care is important.
3: <laughs> I just, like, really believe in, like, putting myself, like, before everyone else, just because, like, you know. <laughs>
4: I deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> You're a selfish druid. Yeah, tons of cock. <laughs>
3: Elfish.
4: Elfish. Oh.
3: Elfish.
0: Alright. what Elf the background will do to you. Elf absorbed. <laughs> no, I like that one. Get out. <laughs> it is on the morning of day two when you start to see a difference in the flow of ghosts and the flow of Jostam. As ghosts stop facing through your ship, out of my ship and into my car alright you were struck by a meteor
2: <laughs> just <job>. you
0: <laughs> but the, the ghost flow stops and you're now inside of the ship and Kerok at this point is still asleep he is uh, he is airing out all of his glory as he sits legs spread on the cap of the chair feet up on the desk
1: hey hey only one of us can do that. <laughs>
0: he might be copying off you, you're not sure. <laughs> the man spreading is real.
3: Literally, literally Thor and Peter,
0: <laughs>
3: Peter And he's just airing it all out.
0: And he's got the, the hat pulled low over his eyes, and he's got his feet up. He's actually learned something, you notice. His feet are on opposite sides of the steering column, such that if it wobbles or tilts left or right, his legs will naturally correct it. He's learned something.
1: Right on. Idiots, hope everywhere. <laughs> so you wake
0: up in the morning feeling not refreshed but less tired anyway, and uh, you realize that you have not seen a ghost in probably over an hour, which is the longest time you haven't seen a ghost in the last 24 hours.
3: There's a. anybody notice the absence of our uh, spectral friend
1: slightly? I don't
3: We've see Got it. any, got any
1: <laughs> idea what's uh, going on about that? I believe we are close to our destination, and with that, I go over to the captain's, con uh, room, board ship. Yep. Yeah. I Thank grab his hat and I'm. So when you reach for it.
0: the cabin, before you get all the way there, there is the ghost of a fish. The fish is probably six or eight feet long. It's sized like a shark, but it
2: looks more like a barracuda in design.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I dropped the ball. Oh, yeah, you did. Because <laughs> now it's in my head. <laughs> but this fish, it's a, it's a ghost fish, and at this point you've gotten these. They're incorporeal. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like it clearly recognizes you as other ghosts maybe have or have not. It snaps its teeth and just floats right past you.
4: In between you and the captain.
3: Hashtag? Yeah.
4: I he thinks you are bait.
3: Do I look
1: like bait?
4: Absolutely. At this point, We're you see another fish <laughs> go over your shoulder.
1: Do I recognize what kind of fish these might be? Uh, give me a fish check.
0: Uh, nature or astronomy, fish whichever is
1: <laughs> Nature or astronomy? Mm-hmm. no nature. You destroyed
2: nature. Yeah, you
0: you eliminated well, nature. Survival nature. Survival or astronomy? Which you literally you literally shoot nature in a campaign with a druid in the party. Yeah, me not... trying
3: to look for druid deficiencies being Eight. evil? that oh, That's gone. Oh, oh that oh, um, that's, that's fun. Gone.
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, no, in fact, you see that uh, this is a strange-looking creature. Uh, maybe on home planets you've seen something similar to this, but this is an enormous creature, an example of a very large fish. Clearly carnivorous, with pointed teeth throughout its mouth, mm-hmm. and the first one clearly snapped. It, it saw you. It viewed you, your body, snapped at you, and threw through back the ship. This is the one goes right over your shoulder, and it's not so much that you're panicked, you're level 12, you're a stone-cold killer at this point, but like, it's still something you react to, and then you jump. And it's the sort of thing where if other adventuring colleagues of yours saw this, you'd be a little embarrassed. But it gets you just riled up just enough to like look your head back take a look at it. And it's gone. Your your bold shrinks just a little
2: bit.
0: <laughs> like a frightened turtle who withdraws under your shell. <laughs>
4: at this point, another fish comes right through, goes right through the captain and emerges on the other side. Are, is this thing on windows anything we can look out? Is there like a sea of these things up there? It has well, windows, there's a huge but... hole in the back. <laughs> it's illuminated by this sort of
0: Violet hue—it's rainbow light, but the most of what you're getting is sort of purplish, as it sort of ebbs and flows in front of you. Like uh, you ever seen like gasoline on water? Mm. It does a sort of rainbow, cloudy Mm -hmm. effect. It looks like that, but everywhere. Okay. And it's incandescent, so you're getting light through the windows. That is this hovering shape and shade of colors.
4: Do we see more fishes out there, or is it beyond the ship? We don't really
0: see much of anything. Just this gathering of colored gas. And occasionally, as you're watching, you see fish like emerge from the panel, and go right past you.
4: Hey, we should mm. just get there as soon as we can. Get out of this thing. Are you gonna nature or us as...
2: nature? <laughs> yeah. you
4: nature? No, you can't. No, no can't. you cannot. Uh, a
0: survival check from the party, please.
2: How is that? What the
1: fuck? That is a twenty-three for me. That was uh, eighteen. Eighteen. Wow.
4: Alright.
0: Four. Jackson, you're probably mesmerized by looking at the back of the ship. Yeah, it's cool. It is actually beautiful. There's this gaping hole. It's probably 12 feet wide. With nothing but this beautiful incandescent gas behind you. At this point, it is suffusing the hull, But in this small cramped space where you're looking at your friends, you can actually see them clearly. It's not in the way... It's hazy in the way that, like, when you overseer a steak and you get a little smoke in the kitchen. That sort of instruction. Like, you can still clearly see everyone. Mm Mm-hmm. But if you try to focus real hard on, like, reading from a distance, it'd be hard. The three of you are noticing a trend. As these fish go fluttering through your craft, they are fleeing from a greater predator.
2: Whoa. No! <sighs> hey, maybe it's
4: just another ghost. That's nothing. I don't know what about.
3: No, nah, man. Like, I know my nature. Big things eat smaller things. This is not great.
4: But they are ghosts. What? Well, another ghost going to eat this little ghost? It's not going to care about us. And Todd, you also
0: recognize the type of fish. It's called a scabber. A scabber is a large, man-sized, or larger fish, okay. and it literally eats what's left over when spelljamber ships crash.
3: Oh, yum. I'm into that. And by I'm into that, I mean I'm not into that. (laughs) Um, Hey, guys. uh, Just, (laughs) fun fact, I know something. Um, We might want to get out of here, because, like, these things eat the thing that we're looking for, or that we're in, or whatever. And I just, I'm I'm, I'm not into being a sea snack today, so we may want to, like, you know, just be on the lookout for something larger... That's going to try to kill us.
0: Henri has the highest passive perception, I believe. Yes. 19, right? 19, yeah. You see on um, the quote-unquote horizon something that catches your eye. It's a glowing shape in the distance. Now, previously, as I mentioned, the gas has been so dense and so bright, it's been hard to see any individual shapes in the flow just up. You see a shape now, and it's almost like star, like we think of like a symbol of a star, like an actual star. star shape. In
4: the distance, it's incandescent blue, and it is rapidly approaching. Uh, mis- <coughs> uh, excuse me, Mister Karok. Can you uh, maybe steer around that thing so we don't kind of crash into it? He wakes up. Uh, steer
0: around
2: what?
4: See that big, that big shiny blue thing. We probably should steer around it. Can big you get blue?
0: He goes to like move the the steering. And you hear something crack, and you see something blast off the back of the ship as they're traveling through the time. of space. Uh, that was the
4: rudder. Is that the rudder? I... No, <laughs> no, it wasn't.
2: Flop twist. It's very convincing.
0: At this point, now you can all see it. It appears to be a giant star-shaped object, sort of this incandescent, ethereal blue.
4: Um, is there like a prow of the ship, like the front of the ship? Where, where was he yeah.
0: punching yeah, so rocks? Yeah, was punching rocks. Yep. Cummings, we
4: punch this thing, eh? Yeah. I'll take out my hand crossbow and I go to the front of the ship. I'll take out my hands. Ship.
0: It shit sort of like a mosquito. It's going to a long proboscis on <laughs> yeah. the
4: front. Oh, the ship is, okay. <laughs>
0: Gnarly and bitching. <pigeon. laughs> <laughs> you have tattoos on your fingers. But it's G N A R L Y. It just goes down my wrist. <laughs> <laughs> yes, G. <Yeah. laughs> Alright, get out in front. Uh, we're going to call this a one round skill challenge. Okay. Being with somebody on the prowl of the ship. I'm somebody on the prowl of the ship. Mm-hmm. Um, this appears to be a gigantic star shaped
4: ghost. Maybe we just go through it. The, the, the flipper things didn't attack us. Maybe we just go through this. All right. Can I can I actually so as my skill? Can I actually take a good solid look at it to see if it is transparent and validate that what I just said makes any kind of sense? Uh, yeah, allow it. Allow it.
0: Twenty-one. You're watching it, and you actually see that ahead of you there is a large piece of stone, like a errant asteroid or comet that must have gone through one of the portals, and you see this thing a proboscis shoots out through the center of the star, grabs it, pulls it in, and crunches it apart as dust turns into glowing particles in the flows line.
4: Ooh, he thinks we can fly through this <laughs> thing. This that thing looks great.
0: Yeah. It looks is, like, if you can I, I think if, I may be wrong on that one. <laughs> if you can imagine a starfish that is also a ghost that is also 600 feet tall. No,
3: this is Patrick.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Alright, I'm going to use acrobatics. Like, we're on the, the very front most of the ship, but there's actually a prow that sticks out. Yeah, it's like and three I'm, feet wide. Yep, and I'm just going to somersault onto the very tip of the spear. All right. For punching this tip. thing. All just right. the, the very foreskin of the ship.
2: Uh, <laughs>
0: uh, that is... That was a 12 on the die. That is a 21. All right. You roll out to the very tip of the ship, and you are now doing the Karate Kid flying yep. crane. Yes, I, I absolutely am. And at the end of the Roskiss. <laughs> He's next.
2: I'm
3: gonna use history to see if any of Todd's annoying prep school knowledge, if he's read this in any.
0: (laughs) You didn't think this was a knowledge character when you were older, did you?
3: Read it in like a book somewhere, (laughs) maybe? Todd has a hard time like recalling. 10 plus 5 is a 15.
0: Todd's actually pretty banging at this sort of crap.
3: Todd has. A, I literally have. A, I think it's a trait called position of privilege.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's the background thing where you get benefits because you're rich.
3: Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So Todd just like read a lot of books as a kid, like had a nanny, one of those things, yeah. and yeah. then like smoked a ton of weed in college, like quote unquote got enlightened, and now just is all like, I'm really here to like serve the greater purpose, but cannot shed his privileged background. <laughs> So Todd tries to, like, take a good look at it and, like, you know, through the foggy, foggy haze of college, tries to see if he remembers anything, reading anything about this in his astronomy
0: class. Yes, you do, actually. This is called a star starfish.
3: Hmm. That's neat. And anything, anything anything else I know about it?
0: You're known, uh, you are aware of the fact that when it becomes panicked, it actually causes sparking.
3: Awesome. That's just great. Uh,
0: guys, 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 yeah, guys. like Brian should know when he gets back. <laughs>
3: guys.
0: So, Brian. Yes. Uh, Todd made a skill check when we were gone, a knowledge check. Hot take. To remember what this creature was from his astronomy class. Yes. In prep school. This is called a Star Starfish. Star Starfish. Yes. And all what right. it does is when it's panicked, yeah. it actually sparks. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Kay. Yes, yeah, so it is Kay's turn. Uh, <coughs> make it
2: panicked.
0: No! <laughs> no, do the other thing. Soothe it. Whisper a sexy uh, sweet nothing to his ear. Yeah, didn't um, didn't the King sing a song? Purr, purr,
1: I'm gonna pull out a lute and sing it oh. a song.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna pull out my bulge and show
2: it my dog.
1: <laughs> I'm going to sing it a very soothing song. <laughs> it's like in Mary Potter, they're trying to pass the dog. <laughs> <laughs> that is N twenty two.
0: You sing the least shitty song ever. It's right. the best song. Paint the picture, you are sitting on the prow of the ship. Standing. Ready to go. Crane style. Well, to be fair, also when I fight, I do radiant damage. I think that sets the float of sound on fire. (laughs) Like. So this is gonna be the best battle ever. Fire damage definitely does. Fire? 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 But as you're getting ready and you're like getting into your key stance, ready to fuck this thing up. Yeah. You start to hear the voice of Revos from below singing a quiet lullaby to the star starfish. I fall asleep (laughs) (laughs) immediately. Do yourself like a baby and tumble through the cavern. Roll it a Um But no, you, you see this thing, like, this central eye, which is actually, it opens, uh, literally it's an eyeball. It splits open, like, blast doors to allow this proboscis to emerge. That eye begins to close. And this fleshy appendage is not to be seen as... These walls, oh, of this huh. walls of colossal walls of colossal ghost flesh submerged. Why am I so turned on right now? <laughs> it's central brown eye. <laughs> the <beginning> of <laughs> it's brown starfish.
2: <laughs> and as
0: it phases harmlessly through your vessels, yay! You each feel freezingly cold. feeble of France. <laughs> Uh, you gain a level of a star starfish disease. <laughs> and I need a Constitution center from all of you.
3: Oh no! Nope. That is a five.
0: It's a four for me, bro. Three. Sixteen. All right. Oh, is it a disease though? Is it You're technically a, a disease? Of course it is. I have immunity. Disease. Good. All right, you suffer no ill effects because monks are broken and stupid yeah. shit. Yeah. Um, you receive minus two to initiative. She also, passed that, didn't she? She did. Yeah. Oh. She is stage one of disease. Oh.
3: I know you're like <laughs> my
0: <bowl laughs> Well, no. In fact, at stage two, which is what both of you have, Content. minus two to initiative, vulnerable okay. to cold damage. Okay. Ooh, and there's ghosts about. So- yeah, I am immune to disease and poison because monks are broken. Two days later you emerge out <laughs> of the closer yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And into another crystal sphere. The right one? You assume it must be because the doctor <laughs> said it was a short trip. <laughs> You're going on a long journey. <laughs> you emerge into the darkened uh, outer edge of what must be a different crystal sphere. The phlogiston ceases, and that was on board your ship immediately vaporizes as you enter. No in space to someone else. You don't know it. You're weird. That's true. The doctor gave you some delicate coordinates. They go through to like the tenth decimal place. They're very precise. Those aren't delicate. Those are very precise. Precise. you can break it. We did just come out of the start. <laughs> you dish. mean like ten
3: decimal points and not like to the tenth, right? Yeah. Okay.
0: And it's extremely precise. And as you give directions to Karak here, who continues to believe he's the greatest captain ever lived because, obviously, he made it through the Phlojistan and found a new crystal sphere. No one else has ever been to the crystal sphere. He's a short. Cool. Tets. He continues to uh, vocalize the contents of his memoirs as he drives. <laughs> you get closer and, closer and closer and closer and closer until you find the outline of what must be a ship on your horizon. Mm. It appears to be a ship that is uh, shaped much like a cockroach with a sort of crescent hood on the front and this extending back except that it is surrounded by a halo of loose earth and stone and there's a denser clump that looks like, maybe like low turf and grass surrounding the bottom layer of it like the basement got submerged and just took off with, like, a sphere worth of dirt and grass <laughs> as it hovered through space, and apparently the grass is well-manicured because it is still green on top.
3: <laughs> oh, that's lovely.
0: It's actually a very nice look, but it is also very clearly it's a It's got curly locked, feel. Yeah, it is a lockdown ship, though. Mm-hmm. It has uh, got a large central square operation that is of this uh, intensely deep brickwork. Uh, very thick and like durable like a bank vault. And you can see that there uh, are doors on either end, landing pads, strewn throughout, and there is a front door that is labeled conjugal visits.
3: Oh!
2: Temperance? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my Mm. (laughs) lands. I do think
1: you said we were given very, very specific coordinates, yes?
0: Yep. So this boat is the boat we're looking for? It appears to be. The coordinates are very precise. So precise I think he might have given you coordinates to his cell. Like, you, you basically know, like, where exactly he was telling you to go. At exactly the right time. So you're, like, watching the dash clock on Kerak Space Vessel, which is like four minutes ahead. The chronometer. Yeah. The chronometer is not helpful, because he, he does set several minutes ahead of time. So he knows where to be on time, so he doesn't miss his So he's time. never late, yeah. He doesn't want to miss his appointments at the doctor and the dentist and stuff. So, thoughtful guy, Nick hero. but, um, as you are sort of coasting up onto the <laughs> airspace, space, space, above this space prison ship in space. 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 You can see <laughs> that it does have this, like, sphere of earth that's carried away with it. You suspect it probably made landfall, and they forgot how gravity envelopes worked, and it just carried away part of the turf. Whatever. You're in a spaceship, you don't have oh, to
3: get. like magnet dust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: it just flew away into space with it. Um, the ship is, like I said, mentioned... Uh, like I said, mentioned. Like I mentioned, or said, shaped like a cockroach. And uh, you can see that it is most likely a three-floor vessel. Though the bottom floor is completely encased in Earth. It appears to be um, more secure, maybe or maybe not, by design. Like kind of a whole sphere of Earth. Right, right, right. You also see... There is an array of platforms on either side, front and back, for visiting ships like a park. And there are open spaces on both sides. park.
3: I'm just imagining Kerok trying to parallel park.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's going to be a 30 point turn, guys.
4: How <laughs> um, shall we tuck our way onto this boat? We, we just fight our whole way? You know. You punch rocks. I'm sure you can punch some soldiers. I've, yeah, I have punch both.
3: Um, are we trying to be sneaky?
0: This is what you gather that one of the floors must look like. Yep. That's it. Can't see all of them for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, that is the upper level. Mm-hmm. Ah. There we go. This is the size and shape of a mid-level. You can see it's uh, like 100 feet from uh, wide end to wide end, and it is probably more like 200 feet. from stem to stern. Probably like oh. oh. 300 feet actually, stem to stern. <clears throat> and you've got front and back doors. The uh, front and back doors are here. This one, the back door is extremely well defended with four separate pull mm-hmm. And the front door is actually a small elevator that comes up in between this section, and these front stairs actually go to the above and below decks.
3: We're, we're, we're trying to be sneaky about this, right?
0: He said that you need to go there and kill me and prevent any peace from making somebody who cast Race Dead.
3: I have passed Without Trace. Okay. Which is a second level abjuration spell, which allows a Veil of Shadows and Silence to radiate from me masking me and my companions from detection of everybody within a 30-foot radius. Yes. So if we want to be sneaky about it, I could, you know, throw down a smoke bomb and watch us all go in.
1: You feel good about I like, that? I like
0: sneaky. What, what were you talking about for Dimension Door?
1: Well, I was, I was thinking Dimension Door just to get in specifically to the cell, mm-hmm. but it's a fourth-level spell and we have to these slots. So I can't go out and come back and go out and come back and go out right. and come back.
4: Once we get there, we can go out. Yeah. When he's that'd selling, that'd be locked in. That'd be delightful. Yeah, we do that. We'd
1: leave that as our exit strategy. Oh. you can punch a door. That's our exit strategy, because we have to leave no part of his body behind. We incapacitate him. You guys get back the into the ship. Launch
0: and Let fire away. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm all for sneaking and beating. Let us sneak. Sneak beating.
3: But Todd drops a huge vape cloud and we all get, get
0: attention. <laughs> <laughs> I'm beating yeah. in secret. So... <laughs> they call it pocket poo. <laughs>
1: right under your nose. Fuck! <laughs>
0: okay, Can I tell why kids like to taste of cinnamon We gonna sneak? Sneaky, sneaky.
3: Sneaky, sneaky. I'm gonna roll the sneak.
0: Put my glasses up so I can't see you. <laughs> <laughs> Paul was disgusted with that joke. <laughs> Paul's pretty much disgusted with everyone. Oh, right we <laughs> we burned it. <laughs> All right. So you, uh, so you cast Pass Without Trace. So what this does is it makes it so that basic sensory input cannot detect you—sound and uh, hearing, or hearing and sound Thanks, Ben. Um, <laughs> sound hearing and vision. and vision. Yes. Thank you. Um, other senses work, and uh, other mechanics of finding you work. So that is an important note. But yes, yeah, so you cast your spell. Go ahead and spend your spell slot. And Ew. the party must make a stealth check.
2: Hmm, Are you entering
0: yeah. through the front or through the back? Uh, well, if we're sneaking it's the back, right? It's, the back. it's always the back door. When yeah, we're sneaking.
1: that's more heavily defended, though.
0: It is. Oh the
1: Good. front. Yeah.
0: The yeah. front is so like... So the, the back front. is defended with static defenses. It's got, like, Wait. laser port and stuff like that. The front has access via a central elevator. Well,
3: I don't like the elevators feel bad, though. Todd's claustrophobic. But Todd also doesn't like a laser.
4: We're going into <laughs> <through> a prison! <laughs> phobia is part of the job.
3: Todd's not the strategist. He just drops the giant vape cloud that we're all
4: scared <laughs> Todd is basically the
0: dude, right?
3: Mm-hmm. A-, a little bit the dude, a little bit someone who went to a liberal arts college and like double majored in f- feminist literature and The dude but from Hampshire.
0: Yes. The uh, dude, Hampshire. The Hampshire, the dude. Hampshire, dude. The Hampshire, Hampshire. dude. The hamster. Yes. The hamster. The space hamster. <laughs> um, What's the plan? Plan amigos. <gasps> I like. Both sides. Both is, sides appeal to me. What
4: is the plan? You go answer? both ways? I do. <laughs> if, we, if we go in the back door, we're going to be sneaky, we're going to be in a fight. And that kind of eliminates the sneak. Why don't we go in the front door and we'll just sneak in when they're all milling about. Frenchie, you got it. Hold on. Oh. I have a
0: spell that kills all the guards. Somebody's, <laughs> somebody's got a plan other than I punch guys.
3: Yo, magic tight pants friend, what's going on <laughs> there? Tell there? So these are two show. different
0: the entryway is uh, actually elevators. They're garden elevators. They go up and down from the entry level into the first floor.
1: But are there multiple elevators?
4: Yes. Cool. Are each of these, is it each one of these an elevator? Uh,
0: the three in the middle are all actually elevators. Okay. The other ones, really, they might be operational, but they're like service elevators or like laundry supplies and stuff like that. Okay. Not used for, um, Anything of value. To the point where like the doors don't open and close after thirty minutes of observation. Like a dumb waiter. Yeah. Okay. It has to be called from a higher form. Oh,
3: uh, okay.
1: I can use mislead, but it's a fifth level spell slot and I need someone to like hold my hand while I'm looking through the
0: I mean, my hands are gonna be busy, but with the with the chop, with cha. the punching
3: and the. the
0: punches, not chops. Cha.
4: With so, your doves. Unless,
3: unless my <laughs> unless my <laughs> concentration is disrupted, the like sort of shroud stays yeah. around us. So I feasibly mm-hmm. could hold your hand mm-hmm. and just cast that spell while you cast my sleep.
4: Okay. I think we I think we just go with uh, her spell and yeah. save your fifth level slot for in case we're a deep, 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 deep. Yeah, this dimension is... door to get out in a hurry. Yeah. Or this is a if second level spell, and I've got three
3: of those, but I also have like many other spell
1: slots in other levels. Okay. I was just thinking like creating a double to like make a scene at one end of the shift and send mm-hmm. all the guards mm-hmm. that way. Mm-hmm.
0: Something yeah, I forgot to include in the flavor text earlier, but it's something that's very relevant. Uh, one of you is carrying some sort of communications transponder with oh. Dr. Jean
1: from the future?
0: From the future. Yo! A stone of super far speech. Yes. <laughs> we, we can talk through time? Yes. Here and there, it's intermittent. It's like a shitty radio. Isn't
3: there a movie about that? Like the lake house, where they write each other letters through
0: time? I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> but who is bold enough to carry the speaking device? Or does nobody carry even with Kara? No. No no no. No, <laughs> no. no. no.
1: no. God, no. I'll carry it.
0: <laughs> You're only hearing it, okay. Kharok is like, I'll man the wheel, yeah? Yeah. Our Best driver. Best pilot that ever lived. <laughs> You're our getaway driver. Kharok's our yeah. getaway driver, man. <laughs> just, you know, stay sober at the wheel if we could. Keep the one remaining engine warm. That's, uh, he looks back just to make sure it's not on fire.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did.
0: Yeah. Alright, it sounds like we're almost ready to get started. Front or back? Party vote. Front, uh, front is the elevators, front. right? Front. Yes. Everyone's in the front. It's front. Elevators. All right. And how are you going to get in this elevator? Is going to wait for somebody else to get in it and board, or what, what's the idea?
3: How big are they? Like, are they big enough where four of us got in with one there person? Are, they wouldn't uh, be like, what's this odd thing? They're cylindrical say? elevators,
0: <coughs> and they are about ten feet wide. Oh, that's pretty big.
3: Like, if we all press ourselves up against the wall and like. Actively trying not to hit anybody
0: else who comes in. Yeah, with see or somebody like yeah. that. With Castile right? Trace. No complaints about that plan?
3: Stealth rolls from
0: all y'all. Oh, that is
4: a 8.
1: Is
4: oh, Todd. A... <laughs> 15. 22. 22. Wow. Henri with the stealth. Not something I would have picked you as being good at. Oh, you're a rogue, though,
0: aren't I'm you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Keep thinking, fighter. I think Henri should basically just be the class of Three Musketeers. Okay. Yeah. You're, you're a musketeer. It's kind, of, it's kind of what it's... Yeah, it's yeah. kind of what he is. Yeah. My yeah, fits. Mm-hmm. It's also badass as fuck. I want to play the Three Musketeers. All right, so you get on board the elevator. Todd, maybe you're just a little nervous mm-hmm. when you bump into a couple folks boats here. <sighs> and as the group, Grope? Bro- as the group... grope, guys. You're the bro- <laughs> <laughs> can- 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 as the group succeeds in the check, the elevator lifts up to the first floor. Stops dings. The doors separate. People start milling about into the front lobby area. You can see at the top of these stairs icons on this side. All those little hourglass icons are sealed security doors. Okay.
4: Okay. So we're it's stuck in hourglass. a hallway. Oh, right? these?
0: Yep. Okay. Hmm. So we have to wait for somebody to go through one of those doors and sneak in behind us. And from what Dr. Jambor said, coordinates have put him here.
4: I think I should go first, no? So I can spot what's happening up ahead. Yeah. Can I I take a good solid look at these doors? Figure out how they open? Yes, they
0: appear to be steel doors, and they slide. They separate from the middle, and they slide out like pocket doors.
4: Okay. Are they locked, or is there... They
0: are guarded by
4: individuals,
0: and you can see that there is a ray of red light that is constantly beaming back and forth. The armed individuals, by the way, are uh, Gif, they're large hippo mans. They're wearing a sort of tight-fitting military guard and covered in like way too many medals, like over the top. It looks ridiculous. They have like the full bar on both shoulders and like the row with four rows. They look like um, Korean military commanders with like the ridiculous array of medals for not doing anything about value, <laughs> and they're just completely like some of them have like the the golden rope epaulets and like everything else some of them are wearing like uh green beret style like the beret with the metal that's tilted off kilter um some of them even have like hanging straps of leather with notches in them on the back of their guns and they are carrying guns they are carrying what looks like what we in the real world would know of is like muskets some of them have flintlock pistols you see that one of them has a belt covered in frag grenades.
1: Oh, jeez. <laughs> Let's get that guy best. first. And <laughs> the, the armed guards when this kid was a baby were worse than this. Yes. yes. Well, glad we didn't go back
3: that
2: far. Yeah, he was very like clear. On that. Yeah.
4: Maybe your little distraction's not a bad idea.
1: Well, oh, I can do something that's a little bit easy. I can cast Dancing Lights in the form of a medium-sized humanoid. Oh, cool.
2: So,
0: So, uh, real quick, on that spell card, Mm -hmm. it's going to tell you what the components are, whether they are verbal, somatic, or material. V, S, or M. What do you got in there?
2: All of them.
1: Oh
0: shit! You will have to say magic I will words. have out to say loud. magic words out loud. Do line. something with your hands and also consume a piece of material. But they can't hear us because we are past no choice That is all true. If whatever she consumes is consumed by smoldering or smoking, mm.
1: phosphorus, witchwood, or glowworm,
0: so it sounds like smoldering.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh... It's small. It might be hidden. I would allow you a sleight of hand check to not be spotted.
1: I have too many spells. <laughs> 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 spell fuck yeah, Malt- sure. I mean,
0: this spell, this spell's stupid fucking bullshit. Fuck this, fuck this, fuck this. Let's see, I might uh, use this in a minute. Let me just go ahead and put this down. There
4: go. I mean I could just go up there and beat the shit out of them.
0: It's always an
4: option. How many of them are there in this area?
0: Uh you could see four from your current vantage point. I
4: think have, we could take four.
0: They have two in front of the central doors. Make sure they door.
4: have friends, no? <laughs> You did not have to be so rude.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's two in front of the central door, one in front of both of the side doors. You haven't gone down the corridor to check in front of the consoles yet.
4: Darkness would be real good right here. I will cast it immediately. Oh, I am not the magician. <laughs> <laughs> I do such things. What you got?
1: I, I do still have Dimension Door.
0: I really want to keep that in the back pocket of our, our escape. escape plan. Yeah. I say we just fuck these motherfuckers up. Or you try the, you try your trick with the... Uh,
1: with and then the, we fuck them up? And, and, when if, I, and if, they spot the, if they
0: spot the spell being cast, and then we fuck off? We're going to have to fuck somebody up somewhere. Okay,
3: alright. You brought me... I can turn into a bear.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: Fascinating. Right. Where
3: are we? <laughs> Todd went to camp. He's seen a bear.
1: <laughs> Where are we?
0: Uh, you are missing the bottom of the stairs.
1: Which? There's one. three. We're at one. We're at one?
0: Yep. Giving the feeling I might need to zoom
4: this in. Yeah, just those might be ten foot squares, or are they?
1: Are they ten or five foot squares? These
4: are
2: five foot.
1: Oh,
4: it's coming right at us! Too far! Out. Too far!
2: Control this ball is huge.
1: I'm getting sucked into the game. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's that too much
0: now. <laughs>
1: Wait, a little, little farther out. Wait, where's my arrow at? Uh, questionable. Oh, it's here. It's on the scroll bar.
2: There it is. There it is. (laughs) (laughs) Boop. Woo! It's way too low.
0: I can't see a fucking thing over my
2: own bat. Yeah! There we
3: go.
1: Alright. So I can create up to four torch sized lights within range. So this is.
0: These are our hippo boys.
2: It's Ken Giffey Jr.
1: (laughs) So, down here is 60 feet each direction. Yep. I hold my hand behind my back. Yep. And I cast dancing lights in the shape of two human forms one at this corridor and one at the far end that we can't quite see because we're zoomed in.
0: Give me a sleight of hand check. And perception checks aren't good, but they have a chance.
1: Oh, that's a 16.
0: There's this puff of smoke. Uh. <sighs> this smell of sulfur as you issue forth the spell. And you see your forms spring into life on the outer corridors. The Gif, draw the weapons, pull up the muskets at point blank, point them at these glowing forms, and this red light actually tilts and turns towards them, and you can see the red light emerge through the opposite side of your dancing light ghosts, and they put their guns back down at ease. (laughs) are not fooled, huh? Where's this red light coming from? What, what's.? It appears to be like a notch cut out in the ceiling. Mm-hmm.
2: I think
1: we're
4: down to our backup plan. <laughs> what was our backup did? plan? We beat the shit out of these guys. <laughs> <laughs> until, until the laser beam spots us, I guess. We must move quickly. Laser beam hasn't done anything, yeah. So you can tell real people from fake people.
1: I don't like lasers. Hi. Better guess, lasers. now. laser beams. <laughs> a little, so
2: known,
0: little known, little fact about David Bowie: he hated lasers, mm-hmm. and he like, highly, I'm really, confusing. <laughs> like. It's like hitting cows in the farm.
3: I mean, I have-
0: let me see. What's the plan, folks?
3: I have... confusion. You do. I need three nutshells. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the spell assaults and quists, twists creatures' minds, spawning delusions and provoking yes. uncontrolled action. Each creature in a 10-foot radius sphere centered on a point you choose within range must succeed on a wisdom saving throw when you cast the spell or be affected by it. An affected target can't take reactions and
1: has to roll a d10. It makes like a dirk check and they might like yeah, stand basically. around
0: dueling or not actually
4: participating. Yo,
1: yeah. you have confusion. I have dissonant whispers. Hmm.
4: Is that um, concentration band, which is a standard concentration? It does. That's so that a means to pass without trace. Yeah, you lose the pass without yeah. trace in order Shoot. to be better at fighting people. But it may be alright. That may be a good trade-off.
3: There's three of them.
4: There's a fourth, there's a one fourth one off there's the, there's the fourth map. map. I
0: just map. zoomed in pretty far because okay. I wanted to use the squares. Four.
3: Well, 4v3 four if one of them is making derp checks every turn. And one of you... tech Perhaps two if there's a Whisper Whisper.
1: Well, I it. was thinking, you confuse these two,
2: mm-hmm.
1: get them in the state where if I cast Dissonant Whisper on this guy, and he starts, like, holding his head and, like, screaming and freaking out, it freaks them out more. And, and they go either that way or the other Yeah. Way. I'm not
0: gonna need this.
1: Okay.
3: Uh-oh. Um, yeah, let me... Wait. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> let oh, me no. wait. gonna oh, wait. Oh, no. Cause you said let me wait. You said wait and that made me super nervous.
0: Jackson's getting very close to springing the trap. I would like uh, initiative rolls, everyone. That'll help you decide what you're doing. Yeah, yeah.
3: Eight.
1: And that is, is... That'd be a 13,
4: then. 13, okay. I have a 13 as well. Noin. Right, so
0: wait, 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 wait. 12, wait. 18. You've got 24 seconds before Can't... Jackson's punches something. <laughs>
1: he is a prisoner. Let us... Turn our hymnals to the glorious sci-fi Bible of Star Wars. We're here to execute the prisoner. Okay. Or transport the prisoner, or some.
2: So you have a ruse in mind.
1: Let us sweet talk these guys into. I got some persuasion, despite the fact that I got had negative one in charisma. <laughs> I got how a persuasion, and. Fine.
2: <laughs> awesome.
0: All right, well, let's start up the initiative order and just go. Henri, you are first to act. What do you got in a plan? Oh, do we have um,
3: a bonus round if we're hidden?
0: Uh, Yes, currently you are.
4: So that's our new plan, is to sweet-talk these guys and not do any spells or any of that shit?
1: That is my plan. That is my thought. I don't know how persuasive I was in convincing y'all.
4: <laughs> um... Fuck it, I'm game. One on persuasion with the NPCs. I got the Naruto here behind me. That. <laughs> <laughs> um, you gotta run like this. this. Yeah. What was this dorkbot's name? Shambor. Doctor Jambor. Okay. It's is that is that how S-Z, he's known here? Probably. Is that how he's known in this timeline?
0: Uh, he told you that
4: that's always been his name. Okay. Good. He's a slave oh, prisoner a, though. These people might not even know his name. So I'm gonna walk right up. I'm gonna straighten up my pants and walk right up. Yeah. Hello, my good, my good, my, my friends, my good friends. Good God, man, what happened to your coat? I is stupid pilot of not a flesh. But anyway, that does not matter now. We are here to see a prisoner. Interesting. And what can I say is the cause of your journey? We have been sent here to deal with a prisoner, if you understand my meaning.
0: With a passive perception of banging. Uh you can actually see that he does like do one of the hands down to like keep the guys from drawing guns on you at this point.
4: Yeah, I'm, I'm doing the whole like
0: hands off my swords and function. Or
3: the three of you You address
0: st- the second brigadier general commander artillery piece war machine <laughs> Stu. <Stew.
2: laughs> I'll thank Choke you to address rank. <laughs>
4: uh yes sir. Um Mr. Machine, <laughs> no, I'm rank, sorry, I'm not rank, a, rank. Brigadier General. Machine. Brigadier General, my, my apologies, sir. <laughs> I, I am a civilian. I do not understand rank, so my, my apologies. Uh, Brigadier General, yes, we are here to see the prisoner known as Shambor.
0: <laughs> the <link. laughs> What? He uh, he looks you up and down. He says, "Interesting." Under whose orders? Um.
2: HIS!
1: <laughs> and I do the very, sort of, David mm. Bowie. So you you
0: say his, David Bowie compares to something. Todd, you're actually next to act.
3: I'm mm-hmm. mm-hmm. ah. sorry, could you? No, no, I Oh yeah, hey, um, so, hey, hey guys, how's it going? Um, this year's my, my buddy, Henri, we're real close, and um, I uh, it, it's me, the guy with lots of plans and inspiration, and uh, uh, anyways, and Todd, a, like, a very
1: privileged young man, yeah.
3: Todd reaches into his back pocket and pulls out this like 14-timed fold piece of like parchment, like some kid who's turning his homework in, and he goes, Yeah, uh, my. I'm here on behalf of uh, my dad, you know, that admiral guy, and I hand him my scroll of pedigree.
0: Okay.
3: Because uh, Todd is a um, the son of an elven navy officer. Okay. And so Todd's, you know, using his privileged background to try to work his way around these guards.
0: Alright. Uh...
1: We broke the DM.
0: (laughs) Now I'm debating how many levels of disadvantage this has. (laughs) Really, because Todd is is Todd's
3: gross, but Todd's like, Todd's like not the, the the cream of the crop of the family, but he does like have this thing in his back pocket.
0: I think uh, rather than eliminating the disadvantage for that check, it makes more sense to just say that allows you to make the check at all. Okay. It's hard for them to believe that you are the offspring of an elven military person, particularly on a prison ship, Mm -hmm. to talk to a mind Mm flayer. This is a very great stretch of their willful disbelief.
1: (laughs) Can I
2: assist?
0: Uh, no. I'm gonna call for separate skill checks on this one. Okay. (laughs) So I'm gonna look for a persuasion. No, this is. This is deception, straight up. Oh, Um, fuck. Deception check with disadvantage.
3: Okay. Well, there's a one, which is a that's a fifteen. All
0: right. First
2: one. We'll that
3: one is a thirteen. That's
2: pretty okay.
0: good. Not successful, but they haven't shot you yet. <laughs> okay.
1: That's a win in my book. Yeah.
0: Rebels sent.
4: The I, uh, crux of our plan.
1: Do all the fancy. Whatever. Um, Brigadier General. I know he does not look it. He's rather unique. But. I've known this young man, and he is who he says he is. Unfortunately. I am Bravo Scent. You've not heard of me, but perhaps you've. Oh, the beautiful things that I make.
0: Are you reaching for performance or are you settling for persuasion?
1: I'm gonna settle for persuasion. I'm sort of oh. bank on my storied history.
0: How storied is it? <laughs>
3: Oh god. oh god, It's a 13.
0: You see a couple of these GIF soldiers that are like slowly going down their body to their sidearms. This is not the I'm gonna shoot you on sight, more that I'm planning to arrest you kind of maneuver. hmm. Jackson Jukes. I'm going to kick somebody in the face.
2: Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> no! <laughs> we in <can>, the mug. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Alright, Jackson doesn't feel like being arrested in this particular slave ship.
1: <laughs> mm. Alright. We could have gotten... Spells!
3: look at my spells!
0: So, which one of these guys is moving into that tactical position? Place your minis on the board somewhere nearby the two gift soldiers.
2: So I went right up to talk boards. to one of them.
1: Yeah, we're all sort of. Probably you're here. Oh, shit. Fucked oh, up that, that guy. Way. Fucked up you, too. <laughs> Todd's falling over. Fuck ground. you, fuck you.
4: Uh,
1: Brian, can you put
2: you me
0: someplace? <laughs> uh, I don't Where do anywhere. you want to be? Anywhere. With the group. Uh, and Jason is someone... I don't mean Jason, actually. They need Jason. Yeah. No, no. But don't put him in there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Put him up there.
4: I want on the front line with me. Uh, he, yeah, He ain't yeah, yeah. hiding me on this little stairwell.
0: Jackson Dukes, Yes. Deuce your Bust. Bust. Um, yeah, I must bust this guy in the face. It must <laughs> bust is nice. <nuts>. Because <laughs> bust it makes me feel good. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Alright, so I take the attack action, which means I attack twice, which also means I get a bonus action of Martial Arts. Yes. So, first attack and Martial Arts, uh, those are both going to hit. I'm Probably guessing. so. AC 16. Uh, yes, then those are both going to hit. Uh, 2d8 plus 5. 16 points of damage got it attack again uh what was the AC you said 16 that's a 17 that gets Little hit for another nine points of damage got it I
4: don't spend any key because I'm saving it
0: uh believe it or not you are now spotted <laughs> really yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah all right. Uh, Jackson Dukes has broken your ruse. Uh, they're quite surprised they're not going to activate on this initiative. However, uh, a different initiative somebody does
2: act. Darth Vader. Who the
3: heck is
2: that? At this
0: moment, you hear an explosion come from the opposite side of the ship. That's not us. No,
3: like this one.
0: Somewhere over there, where Brian's sitting. <laughs> Sorry you farted <laughs> I've got my monkey tacky on one end I'm beating the ship on the other end We're gonna Eiffel Tower this bitch uh,
4: Henri um, I will attack the other one So this one you're on I'll yeah. attack this guy Henri you
0: also have the bang and passive perception right?
4: Yeah You see that at either end there's like a stockpile
0: of things left behind By the prisoners like weapons and gear and stuff And there's a gigantic pile of, like, armored refuse in the corners on both sides. Okay.
4: Alright. Fair enough. Um... Yeah, so, uh, let me check one of these, do five. Are you working on the one that Jackson has already thrown the shit Um, out of? I'm gonna, I'm gonna work on the other one. You're gonna start on a new man? Yeah, I'm gonna start it on the other way. Crack it open a fresh guy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, sniffing, sniffing.
4: Snap it to a sling. Snap it to a sniff, sniff kiss. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
2: well, it what? smells like hippo <laughs> <fun>. <laughs> What is happening?